The following audio drama is rated R for rockin'. You can be sure that everything you wanted to see when you're a teenager is here. Just tantalizingly out of reach if you're under 17 or 18 years old. Hi, I'm Catherine Stanley, one of the creators of Dramatically Dapper, a subsidiary of Laughably Dapper Entertainment. And I am Jacob Burks, also one of the creators of Dramatically Dapper. We're here to introduce to you The Mistress Files. The Mistress Files is written by Alexander Liddell and is about the world's most infamous threat, the Mistress, who heads the organization known as APEP. With her four horsemen and her second-in-command, Mr. Six, she is a plague on the world and especially on Oasis, the global protection agency. This is episode four of the series, taking place after the Mistress, previously known as Vivian Morrow, tells Agent Embar of Oasis how she acquired her third horseman, Max Abendroth, also known as Famine. It also delves into the reason why young Vivian decided to leave home and the tragic loss of her closest friend, Zeke Cohen. This series is a perfect balance of comedy, action, drama, and mystery. And definitely has unexpected twists and turns that will have you crying out for more. We really hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed making it. Thank you for listening. <sighs> One second. Oh, Agent Embar. You're looking a little green around the gills. Do you think I went a little too far? No. Are you sure? Well, maybe, but it's in the past now. That was quite detailed, though. Like you were trying to elicit a reaction from me. <laughs> I'll never tell. <clears throat> so what happened after that? It must have taken quite a while for Pestilence to get back into fighting shape. And last I saw of her, she was literally doing parkour off a building. <sighs> yeah, she's a fucking show-off, I swear. She knows full well I can't do that, and she purposely flaunts her ability. Okay, but back to the point. That seems improbable. By your time frame, she'd barely be able to run, let alone leap. Well, it is as I told you. Magic juice. That formula repaired the cauterized cartilage bone and sinew in well under six months. And with how stubborn she is, Emilia powered through physical therapy, making my stay in Russia to just over 13 months. And goddamn was I happy to leave that place. I can't forget this, no, no. I can't seem to find... <sighs> Bollocks it all. Fuck. Are you ready to go now? Yeah, yeah, no need to rush me, Pipsqueak. It is kind of your fault we had to stay here for so long, just saying. No need to be hasty, I was only kidding. Mm-hmm. Jumping Jack Christ, take a joke. Where the hell is that blockhead war anyway? It's not even 6am yet. He said he had to run back into town. Oh, I see, you let him run off whenever he wants to. Yeah, because I don't care if he gets shot. Really? No. I can just trust him to return when I have his stuff. Now, you said you had a plan to get us out of this place. Is it like a bunch of fake passports or something? Ugh, no. Why would I waste my talents on such peasants? I meant the airport, please God, don't shoot me again. Just want to make sure you're on your toes. Bloody Nora, I know not to insult the people with the guns. No shooty. So, as I was saying, it's not worth using such methods on the airport staff, and I doubt you want to fly with the mouth breathers anymore. So, what are you getting at? Well, when war returns... God damn it, I hate snow. 
Stupid cold. Latinx people were not built for this place. Oh, look, there he is. Let's get this show on the road. Come on, chop chop. Where are we going? Eh, not too far. It's just in the next clearing behind the cottage. Grab your things. We leave now. How was your trip into town? Ah, good enough. Dropped off some last-minute deliveries. Was able to procure some extra information on where we need to go next. Here it is. What the hell, Collins? Is that a plane? Yep. That's a Tupolev TU-144. Where the hell did you get a Tupolev? Someone owed me a favor. Didn't pay said favor back. And you stole his plane? No. I took him to the authorities and used the bounty to buy it. Hmm. It looks nice. It's a luxury jet that I had fitted with enough amenities to suit myself, and now you as well. Wi-Fi, mini-fridge, several LCD TVs, a fully fitted kitchen, multiple sleeping quarters, my excess lab equipment if I ever needed to run... You also fitted it with VTOL engines, I see. Oh, that? Yeah, that's just some doohickey thing that makes the plane go somewhere. It's not important. I swear! Yeah? Pinche puta. You'll pay for this. Do we have a pilot? Me! Right. Or you fly. I'd like to survive a little longer. What, what the? But, but it's my aeroplane! And War has such a hard-on for it, I guarantee he'd probably cry if he scratches it. I just appreciate things like this. We should make our move now, before the town wakes up. Where's the runway? VTOL engines allow for vertical takeoff and landing, hence the name. This clearing is wide enough to take off, just as long as we get high enough above the tree line before shooting forwards. I know how to fly. I never said you couldn't. Children! Quit squabbling and get to your positions. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, all right, Pipsqueak. So, where are we get- ah! What the hell was that noise? <sighs> you tell her, War. I'm tired. Those deliveries I made this morning were many pounds of C2 explosives placed at strategic positions, which should hopefully prevent those make-believe FSB agents from continuing anytime soon. And how long will that be? Indefinitely. I may have accidentally used way too much on certain houses, but luckily the regular villagers were not harmed. <clears throat> I told you you'd pay for this. Now say those magic words. <sighs> Thank you, Rodrigo. So, where did you say we were heading now? We're flying to Africa. Africa? <laughs> I know, right? Who would have thought the one place we'd find famine was in the- Don't say it. Oh, you wound me. I was going to say the heart of the savannah. Where in Africa did you go? Oh, all over the place. Egypt, Zimbabwe, Niger. A couple of days in Madagascar. It took us three weeks to find famine. Three weeks. Do you know how much fuel we had to steal to keep looking for him? I can guess. It was mainly from warlords, but still. <sighs> we finally pinned him down in Tanzania, which was great because pestilence was getting antsy. We'll be landing soon. 
There should be a flat area close to our destination that I can park it. Thanks, War. Hopefully Famine is still there. You know, Pipsqueak, you never told me who this Famine bloke is. Well, that's because it's my business. His name is Max Avendroth. I'm sorry, could you repeat that? I must have had my ears blocked because I could swear you just said something wrong. Max Avendroth used to work for the CIA, EPA, and the NSA for some reason. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's what I thought. Why the bloody hell did you choose that insufferable asshole? I have my reasons. But he's so... robotic. That guy is an absolute bore who has never done anything good for this planet in his life. Except develop a formula that you stole and knocked off that helped you heal your destroyed limbs. <sighs> Point. But still I ask, what use would you have for him? Amelia, don't question my decisions, ever. I made my decisions based on my requirements, and I'd hate to have to redo all my planning just to find another horseman. Do you mean Famine or me? We both know who I mean. I apologize. Ladies and gentlemen, we've just arrived at our destination of Budfrick, Nova, Tanzania, where the local time is who the hell cares o'clock. We here in the crew would like to thank you for choosing to fly Air Horseman, and hope you don't get bitten by a rabid monkey. <laughs> How long have you been preparing that spiel for? Since Cairo. I thought it was funny. It reminded me of... Of? Nothing. Probably better times. This is besides the point. We need to move. Do you see anything? Yup, it looks like a wasteland. Are you sure he'd be here? <sighs> the information was solid. Do you think he found out and got spooked? Hey, kid? <sighs> Not the time, War. I am serious here. I am too. Vivian! What? Max is standing on the other side of the plane. I can see him through the window, looking at me. He's waving at me. Is that him, Pestilence? Yes, that would be Max. Okay, give me a minute here. Also, I apologize, War. That was wrong of me to lose my cool. No te preocupes. Max Abendroth? That would be me, yes. I assume you're my 330? Yes. Thank you for seeing me. It was only polite. You did make an appointment, despite that website no longer being in use. It was worth a chance. My name is- Vivian Morrow. Yes, I know. You did your research. It was on the appointment card. But I have been keeping tabs on your exploits ever since that fateful bank robbery one year and three months ago. You have been keeping busy, young lady. I try to. I don't know how long I have to find some people, and you have been one person it has been hard to pin down. Is that what you plan to do if I decline your offer? You knew about my purpose of coming here today, I see. Of course. You foil a bank robbery in Argentina, and the world's leading weapons engineer disappears, while cyber attacks pick up and then drop back off again in Russia, and out of hiding comes a chemistry savant. And then, I received an email from a website I created back when I was working for the CIA to prevent people from just walking into my office. 
Miss Vivian Morrow has booked an appointment. I was intrigued. I'll need to ride back into Nairobi so I can gather my belongings. B belongings? Yes. I assume I need them if I'm to come with you. So, you're going to join me? Just like that? Correct. But, why? There are three initial outcomes for a situation. Yes, no, and unknown. I can say yes, join you, and see where that leads. I can say no, you either accept that, or you threaten me and it ends up in a firefight, to which I'm probably outmatched considering your companions. Unknown is basically the variables where I cannot answer either way as something comes in between. Doing the math on the choices, I felt that yes was a more interesting answer. I have seen enough in the past year to know where your morals lie, and I feel that I need to see where that ends you up. You're going to be okay with taking this world for what it's worth? To bring true change in such a toxic environment? I disagree with part of that statement. Pardon? There is nothing truly wrong with the toxic environment, as long as it remains in a balance of ecosystem. I don't follow. Look at where we are, Miss Morrow. We stand on the edge of Lake Natron. It looks like a wasteland. But that is because you only see the surface image. Lake Natron is a very special place, due to various factors including water source, soil quality, yearly rainfall, and average temperatures, this lake can sometimes reach a pH level above 12. That's bad, right? It's high alkaline, which is akin to straight bleach, which would be bad if we consumed it, yes. So what's your point? Life still persists even in such a toxic environment. This lake is a breeding ground for flamingos, as well as an ecosystem for algae, bacteria, and even some fish. Life, ah, uh, finds a way. Pardon? Don't worry. I don't get it. Ignore him. So what you're saying is that even in a toxic environment, life can continue? Correct. But then why come with me if I plan to get rid of the toxicity from the world? Those are two different things, Miss Morrow. If the toxicity is contained, it is manageable. It thrives. But if it is left to spread, it can only poison the rest of the world. It may look like it's surviving, people feeling comfortable with it, but it is slowly killing us. If people are becoming well-fed on the poison that has spread, we need a famine to clear it away. I would have gone with drought, but that also works. Shall we be off then? After you, Max. It's good to see you again, Amelia. Max. Artanel, we haven't been formally introduced, but I followed your engineering designs from the later years of your work in Brazil. I was quite impressed. Thank you, Abindroth. I also kept tabs on your work, and was very amused when I read your thesis on the fall of Sequoia Sempervirens. <laughs> yes, that was quite a laugh. How long is this flight going to take? It's like 150 kilometers from the lake to the city. Oh, I'm sorry, little baby. It seems I actually need to wait my turn to land at this airport. We're going to be the ones holding the world hostage soon enough. Why are we asking permission to land? It is the only way to not arouse suspicion as well as gather supplies. 
I estimate it's going to take me some time to gather my belongings, close down any accounts I no longer require, and deal with other issues that are sure to arise. Fine. Copy that, Flight Tower 147. Making our descent to Gate 23 via Taxaway 3. Sure, who's going ashore? Really? Pirate ships? Hey, that's at least funny. Not really. <sighs> I should be back here hopefully by night, possibly later. Should I do any grocery shopping while I'm out? No! Dear God, no! Just get your luggage and get back here. Understood. Please adjust your calming medication. What? Take a chill pill. <laughs> Thank you. I will see you all soon. Of course you laugh at his jokes. What's your deal with him? Nothing. He's just annoying. Bullshit, Collins. You get so angry at the way he holds his fork. It's unbearable. What's that supposed to mean? You're biting his head off for no reason. (sighs) I need you all to work in sync with each other. None of you are above the other. So I ask again, what's the deal? (sighs) Max is a smart guy, real good if he needs something solved. But he's not that adept with people skills. There isn't anything wrong with that. There is when he takes 25 minutes to choose a sandwich in the cafeteria, or when he holds up the line at the drinks machine because Diet Cola was put above the cola. He likes structure and order, but in doing so he gets annoying. I assume the two of you work together in the CIA? Yeah. I could never have a relaxing lunch with him there. Look, I'm sorry. I'll do the supply run, yeah? I know what we all want and need, and I know Max's eating habits. Rodrigo, can you deal with the refueling? Sure. Leave it to me. Is there anything I should do? Take a nap. Don't think I didn't notice you staying awake the past couple of days. But- No buts! We're going to be your generals. You need to trust us to do what you need whilst you relaxed for once. Sleep, kid. Fine, whatever. Wake me when famine returns. Max, what the hell? What? Uh, what time is it? It is 10.03 p.m., Miss Morrow. Don't change the subject. Why are you splattered in blood? Famine is covered with blood? Are you all right? I'm fine. I am uninjured. Then what's with the blood? Issues arose. Please elaborate. I had done some work for a local warlord. Simple computing and all that. I had to go collect payment before I left. He wasn't happy to do so, but paid me anyway. He also sent a few of his underlings to retrieve the money when I left. They had tried to attack me when I was 3.24 miles away, and I had to dispatch them before leaving. Would it be okay for me to take a shower? Please do. Pestilence, get us in the air now. Where to? When I know, you'll know. We just need to leave now. Miss Morrow? Hmm? Oh, sorry, Famine. I was lost in reading reports. What's up? It is midnight. 
Okay, thank you for the clock update. No, I mean it's midnight. And I didn't know if it was professional to do so, considering I only started working for you less than nine hours ago. But I bought this for you. Birthday card? It is today, correct? Yeah. Wait, your birthday is today and you never told us? It just sort of slipped my mind. But that means your last one was in Russia. Why didn't you do something then? Well, I did, sorta. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. Remember how I bought that chocolate cupcake and ate it for dessert? Christ on a bloody cracker, Pipsqueak. Please don't tell me that's how you plan to spend your... 21st? You're 21. Okay, I'm serious now. You head to bed, and when you wake up, we're throwing you a proper birthday party. I don't need one. I'm fine. I wasn't asking. You're finally a true adult in all rights, and you need a birthday party to celebrate it. Go to bed. Oh, go on and shoot me. My last dying breath will be used to make this a happy goddamn birthday for you. Okay. Okay, just don't go overboard. Wait, wait, I have something special to give you. Dear God, Rodrigo, keep it in your pants. Ha ha, so funny. I was saving this bottle of Dos Matelas Luxus for a special day, and the 21st is quite special. One drink before you knock out. I never touched a drop of alcohol. Zeke and I said that we... We both... Usually, alcohol starts affecting people after it is consumed, but I think she might be a lightweight to be affected by the fumes. She's crying, you asshole. She's upset. Hey, darling. What's wrong? I can't drink without Zeke. We were supposed to drink together. What happened to him? Oh, don't just ask her like... You all have a right to know. Zeke was the reason I started all of this. He was my best friend growing up. So much so that we shared a birthday. It all started when... He was running away. He was running away. He was running away. Where do you think you're going? <sighs> Leaving. Yeah, I think it's about time that I get out of my own two feet, you know? Zeke, you're a 16 year old with no high school diploma. Who's going to take you in? Hopefully, some cute supermodels <laughs> that are even dumber. Not funny. What will your dad think? Oh, did I show you what he gave me for my birthday last week? It's the newest trend. A brand new black eye, complete with all the accessories. Oh, Zeke. I have a plan. Don't worry. I've been saving every dollar I could for my jobs and selling all my stuff, like all my stuff. Now, I'm going to South America to see the bottom of the world. And what after that? I don't know. Hmm. Probably take over the world for a day. <laughs> Seems like a plan to me. <laughs> oh, I mean, could this plan include me? 
<laughs> what? I'm serious. Can I join you on this world trip? Vivi, why would you want to follow a, a bum like me? When do you have so much to look forward to? Like what? My real parents didn't want me. I've bounced between five different foster homes. Even the current ones don't like me. I've already learned all I could from school to get me started in this world. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're right. When's the last time you asked for directions and the farmer was like, what you want to do is find the road that veers off down at a 32 degree angle from the fence line for a distance of 4x where x equals the 13th digit of pi. <laughs> but yeah, what do you think? <sighs> Vivi, how can I say no? You're my best friend. My twin from another kin. Let's quickly slip into your house, grab all the valuables, and leg it. Goddamn right you can't say no. You need me. Damn it. Hey, just because you're correct doesn't make you right. <sighs> How much further? The bus station is like two more miles. We're almost home free. And why can we use the bus station in our town? And get caught? Hells nah. No one is going to look for us here. Come on, we'll cross the highway with these lights. Better to be safe than sorry. Zeke, I have a bad feeling. Well, that's on you. You're the one that chose to be my best friend. <laughs> Zeke, please speak to me. Can you breathe? Please help me. He's still breathing. I need help getting to the hospital. What the hell are you doing? Come back! Vivi... Zeke, it's gonna be okay. We're gonna get you to the hospital. Just keep breathing, okay? That... Oh... Uh, Freaking... Uh, hurt. Don't talk. Just, just breathe. I'll have to carry you. We'll make it. I promise you. You... Still alive? Back there? <laughs> this is the worst taxi ride ever. <laughs> Sorry, just hold down a little more. We're, we're almost there. Vivi. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. It's not your fault. Uh, you weren't the driver. <laughs> no. Uh, I'm sorry. I think I soiled myself. <laughs> it's it's gonna be okay. I'll get you a sexy nurse to clean it up. Just a little more. Just hold out. <laughs> Look, it's the hospital. Zeke, we made it. We made it. Sorry. Uh, Zeke, wake up. Talk to me. Oh, God. Please, no. Not now. Not when we've made it so far. Please. Please. Someone help me. My brother was hit. 
We need a crash cart out here immediately. We have an adolescent male with multiple contusions and lacerations, non-responsive. Please, please save him. We will try, miss. Please remain here. Miss Morrow. Yes, is everything okay? Please, take a seat. Oh God, please, please no. I am sorry. Miss Morrow, his injuries were too extensive. We tried to work on him as best as we could, but were unsuccessful. If he were here earlier, we might have had a better chance. But he was too far gone. I am so sorry for your loss. I know this is a hard time, but we have a little bit of paperwork that needs to be filled out. Do you think you can do that? Yeah. I'll be right back. Oh, Sh Sheriff Bartley. What happened to you? Oh, wouldn't you know it. I was driving my patrol truck back home when I must have hit a deer out near the highway. Think I hit my head on the steering wheel. Caught it real good. That's not good. Did you come here straight away? Oh, no. He was so close to home and I was so worried he'd have a concussion. I drove him here instead. That's good, Mrs. Bartley. Did you... Uh, I can smell some alcohol, so I don't want to assume. I was a little bad. Had a couple fingers of bourbon for the pain when I got home. All good. I'll get the doctor to look at you as soon as possible. Thank you, darling. Driving drunk like that. You better not get caught. As long as you shut your goddamn mouth, no one will know. They'll believe anything I tell them. Tell them. Tell them. After that, I just ran out of there. For the next two years, I spent my time running, working for what little I could, and sleeping when I thought it was safe to do so. Eventually, I made it to Argentina, and... yeah. <clears throat> do you think it was the sheriff that, uh... Of course it was! I looked into it, but he was never found out. I guess he really did have sway over the town. It's okay, Miss Morrow. <clears throat> when we're all ready, we'll make sure he is the first person on our list. <laughs> Thanks, Max. I'm sorry to waste such a fine drink, Rodrigo, but I think it's best I go to bed. Please don't sit up too long fussing over me, Amelia. Have a pleasant night, you three. When we wake, we hunt death. <laughs>